Who are you? Whoever you want me to be. Don't say I never gave you anything. It's feeling epic. Three words. Eight letters. Welcome to another episode of Previously on Teen TV. I'm Jillian Banani. And I'm Claire Wojciechowski. And we are back talking about sex again. I know, we just can't stop. Or as you like to call it, fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I think in those moments, that word was appropriate for what I was seeing. You know, I would agree with that. I, I would agree with that. Um, we recently both finished the final season of Sex Education. Mm-hmm. Now, did you binge it, Claire? I would say no. I watched it over four days, I okay. think. Is that a binge? I don't know. But, um, yeah. yeah. I tried to spread it out a little bit, but, you know, I finished it in two days. <laughs> yes, you texted me and I was like, I'm on episode two. <laughs> I know. It's hard. You got to keep it moving. I don't blame you. Um, but we're going to get all into the fourth season today. We're going to talk about the entire season. Um, so if you have not finished watching season four, please... Stop listening to this, but come back, come back and, yes. and listen to this episode. Yeah. But this season has been a little controversial. Yeah, a lot of thoughts on the internet about this season, about the direction the writers decided to take the show in, and about uh, where all the characters ended up. I know, and we're going to get all into that, but let's like start off, you know, a little positive. Let's say, what did you like about this season? I felt like this season... Um, was a bit more inclusive and I think that we've seen a lot of inclusivity in relation to uh, sexual identity, sexual orientation, gender identity, etc. And this season brought in more of that but also um, looking at uh, people with disabilities and Mm -hmm. how that um, impacts them in their sex lives but also in their day-to-day life. We saw a lot of that too. Um, So I really appreciated that. I also liked that um, we had a lot of growth from the characters that we had seen since season one. Yeah. And I think that they all had really nice arcs. And I think it ended in a in a proper place timing wise. Yeah. Yeah. I do feel like I, you know, did learn a lot this season. Like they did bring in a lot of perspectives in stories that we don't typically see on television. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I thought that they, you know, they handled it all in a great way and really kept the show um, very heartwarming um, which is like the core of the show I would say yeah Um, I did think it was very ballsy that they you know had this season take place at a completely new different school Um, and I appreciated that like I did like that they you know brought in brought the show into a different direction Um, and, I, you know, I do appreciate that because I do think a lot of shows just kind of like stick to the same old thing year after year and and don't really switch too much up. And it kind of gets a little boring sometimes. Like if we would have just been at Moordale again, would we have been a little, you know, bored? I, I see that. I think that um, it forces all these characters to deal with these new things to be when you sort of uproot them from their surroundings, from where they're comfortable, they really have to look inward and figure out like who they are fundamentally without the trappings of the school. Exactly. And the teachers that they've known. And so I think that that um, gives us a lot to work, gives them a lot to work with. 
Yeah, I think that, you know, a big basis of this show is like seeing these characters grow and develop and like become adults and who they're meant to be. And I feel like that was very important to this season. Um, And I just don't know if we would have seen all that growth had we like kept them on the same space with all the same characters, all the same friends. Um, So, you know, I did appreciate a change up. Um, I thought that was good. It kept it entertaining, too. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it was, um, like you said, controversial, but I think um, it did give us some nice moments. And I do feel like this season did keep it to the core of focusing on these characters, focusing on their growth. Like, you know, you can't say that there weren't some really powerful storylines this season. Absolutely. And I am excited to dig into those. Um, before we do that, we made some predictions in we our did. last episode um, about what we thought would happen in season four. Um, so let's talk about those. How did you do, Claire? Uh, not great. I did quite poorly on my predictions. I had predicted that they would band together to save the school. That did not happen. Um, I predicted that Amy would maybe end up single, although I wasn't really certain on that. Um, I was hoping that Gene and Jakob would get back together and work things out and that Maven Otis would end up together and none of those things turned out to happen. But I would have enjoyed to watch all those things happen. I was I was <laughs> trying to manifest and alas it, it didn't work but um, you know it didn't there were surprise moments that I wasn't expecting that I did enjoy and the one thing that I did get right was that Adam's parents do reunite at the end which I I appreciated. That was that was a good prediction. And yeah, yeah you didn't get it all wrong. It's hard oh, to thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. Good Thanks. work. <laughs> I got one out of 4. I don't know who could have predicted though this last oh. season because everything was so different that mm-hmm. like I you know, if somebody predicted that perfectly, that would have been crazy. Yeah. I mean, how did you do? Did you did you do better than I did? You know, I I did okay. Um, you know, I did also get a lot wrong. Um, I said that Otis and Ruby I thought would date again. Um, that was wrong. They did not date again. They had some some moments, but you know, they really kept it I feel like far away from dating. So that was wrong. Um, I did think I got right. I did say that I thought that Maven Otis would be like trying long distance. And they kind of did. I mean, I know it wasn't like it was kind of like, what are they? Um, But I was pretty proud of myself that I was right, that they would be like texting and like in communication while they were um, in literally different countries. Yeah, I definitely did not think that I thought the opposite and you were 100% right on that one well I would have have rather have seen them (laughs) do what you predicted which is you know just live their lives a little bit um so yeah so I was right in that um I was also wrong that I thought that Amy was you know going to be single all season and focusing on her vulva cupcakes I don't even think we saw one vulva cupcake we didn't hear mention of the vulva cupcakes she completely switched and I thought I thought when she started getting into her art I was like oh maybe like baking is art it is they just they went straight to photography which you know that's their choice you know, another another hard turn from this season. I was kind of sad we didn't get the Volvo cupcakes. Uh, but, you know, she did bake a little bit. We saw some cupcakes in some scenes. But I said the Volvo cupcakes were going to take off. So I was wrong on that one. 
Um, but all in all, we didn't do too bad in our predictions. No, I think that we... Um, it was hard to to figure out where these characters were going to go because they sort of left things on such a cliffhanger. And I think that we did... We did okay. I'm proud of us. Good work. Good work, team. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about where all these characters did end up mm-hmm. and if we're aligned and okay. w- our thoughts. Because um, we did get pretty like clean endings, I feel like, for most of these characters, which I did like. We did, yeah. I think that there really wasn't any ambiguity um, which I, I always appreciate that. Sometimes I'm like, oh, it can be left open up to interpretation. But I, I don't know. I like things to be tied up. And I like to know sort of where these people are going. Well, I feel like we did get a little ambiguity, though, with Maven Otis. Like what? You know, they really kind of left that open ended. I feel like everything oh. else tied up with like a lovely little bow. And I felt like. Maven Otis did not really get a super clean ending, in my opinion. Interesting. See, I interpreted their ending. Should we just explain that they they finally confess their love, they finally have sex, and then Maeve's like, I got to go back to America. And he's like, yeah, and I don't think long distance will work for us. And they basically break up before ever they really get together. Right. Um, I sort of interpreted her leaving and leaving him that note as like, they're not going to speak anymore. They're done. Yeah. And like maybe if they cross paths in the future, but I, I sort of interpreted it as like we are broken up, but like thank you for the time together. I did too, but I just think that it still was like a little like then open-ended for me in that way of like, I feel because I feel like they were like, oh, we're not going to like talk right now. Like I think I needed maybe it just... Maybe I just didn't love that ending. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> um, to me, I think it just was a little open-ended because you're confessing your love for each other, but then you're apart. And like, am I really going to believe that you're not going to like text each other in a month from now? No. Well, so. and I also sort of like she's going back to America and she hints that like, oh, I might stay there, mm. you know, assuming I guess like for college, university or whatever, higher education. But she still has her, like, sort of parental figure, this woman, Anna, and her, like, young sister right. in England. So, like, are you not going to come back to visit them ever? Like, I know she can't be popping back and forth, but, like, surely, like, they'll cross paths, like, in the summer or sooner right. rather than later for holidays and such. Well, that's kind of how I felt about it, too. I was like, it's not like she's leaving Moredale behind forever right now. She has ties that are, like, still there. Mm-hmm. Um, So I think that that's why I felt like that relationship was left a little bit open-ended. But I will say, I did really love the journey um, for Maeve. And I do love that she ended up getting out of Moredale, being successful. Um, I think that that was the right ending for her. So I'm glad that they did that and did not, like you know, keep her in Moredale just for Otis. I think that would have been so depressing and so dark. Like this girl has the world at her feet. She has so much to offer. Um, You know, I want her to take these opportunities. And I was so glad that it ended that she did because, you know, I just want to see her successful. She deserves it. Yeah, I 100% agree. It would have been really sad if she had decided to to stay in Moredale, to give up on that, especially after she had like a taste of it. Right. Um, and 
I don't know. I just think for one man, one dickish man to sort of kick her when for no real reason, I, I'm talking about Dan Levy and the, the professor. Like, oh. why? Like, I think I should be clear about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it just felt sort of like, like she's been through so much and she's battled through so much. And I was sort of like, you're going to let like one random like professor's opinion, like dissuade you from pursuing right. this career. Like very Rory Gilmore. <clears throat> oh, indeed. Yes. <laughs> Listen, at least Maeve didn't go and steal a boat. You know, know. She, she just got drunk at the movies. I know. Um, yeah. I love, though, Dan Levy trying to be, like, the mean, tough I professor. I was like, you are not selling me on that, buddy. No. <laughs> you know, he tried something new. It didn't work out. And that's okay. I did, though, appreciate at least, like, the explanation from Otis's mom of, like, why she did take that comment, like, so much to heart. Uh-huh. Um, so I did appreciate that, you know, they kind of went there with that and didn't just have her be like, great, now I can go back. Like we saw that journey of her really discovering, no, I, I'm not going to let him, you know, tell me I can't do this because I know I can. So I thought that was a really great scene between those two. Um, You know what Maven Otis reminded me of? What's that? Normal people. Okay. I, I have read part of the book but okay. I haven't watched the show well it's a very similar ending where it's like mm-hmm. these two people want to be together but they can't be together and she goes off to New York in the end and he's like I can't follow you like that's just not yeah. for me so very similar endings I thought yeah and I, al- I always appreciate shows or that um that depict that because I feel like that's so realistic like it's it's nice to think that like you can follow your dreams and bring like your small town like partner with you but most of the time you just have different um different wants different dreams and they don't align and that's that's sad especially when you're young but you know that happens and I I appreciated that like they showed Maven Otis having the maturity to acknowledge that and uh just sort of put an end to it before things got really messy and painful for either of them I do think it was realistic and I liked that ending for individually for both of them, but just like as a romantic, I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's kind of more my issue with it. Um, and I think it would have been nice to see them like happy at some point. Just once. Like maybe they could have just freaking dated in like season three or something. Like, but you know, I also like that it just cuts you to your core. Yeah, I think actually for a show that's so much about. Well, I guess this is part of it. The show is more about like sex and shame and growing up and not about relationships because we didn't get very many endings with people in happy relationships. Right. Most of the characters end up um, on their own and they're they're sort of in the process of self-actualizing. They're learning about themselves and becoming more confident. And that's lovely. But I sort of the, the romantic in me wanted like at least one or two more like happy couples even if I knew that they wouldn't last forever you know yeah it's just a little it, it's fun yeah like especially in like a teen show it's like can't we just like live in this fantasy where like you know they graduate together and everything works out perfectly in the end but, yeah you know. I, I you know I need that in yeah. these shows I need that with like one couple or something I mean we got a hint of that with Amy she finally kisses Isaac yes I I personally liked it like I did I think that she didn't have to be single to 
be sort of continue on her healing journey to become stronger in herself. And I think we see that the whole season through her art and especially in that final episode when she burns those jeans. And so I think that her choosing to be with Isaac or pursue a relationship with him doesn't mean that she's not strong in herself. Yeah. I thought that was a really good ending to Amy's story that we have watched progress now, like since season two. Mm -hmm. I love that they, you know, took their time with this storyline. It wasn't something that was like wrapped up in a season. I enjoyed um, watching her, you know, grow and and learn how to move on without like forgetting her past. Um, you know, I did not like Isaac in season three. Right. We talked about this. as I feel like most people probably didn't. Um, but I, I liked him in season four and I liked, I think I liked him too because Amy brought out a little bit more humor in the character, which I think we needed and a little bit more fun. Yeah. I think him and Maeve were a little too similar and that they yeah. had really hard lives and upbringings and they've had to deal with tragedy in different sort of ways and I think that they both had a little bit of a a tough exterior that didn't make them match quite quite well and with Amy she's been through trauma as well but her she's just so open and so like lovely and kind um that I think she, she or she brings that out of Isaac like you said yeah I think Isaac bringing out the like artsy side of Amy I thought was a really great uh, journey to watch too and just like him show too that you know art is like what you make it Um, you know you don't need to be this like perfect artist Um, you really just need to be somebody like who has something to say and I thought that that was um, really sweet and just like their whole all their you know scenes together I thought were like super sweet and cute and we kind of needed something like that this season yeah I'm I appreciated it I also really loved like to bring it full circle when she says to Viv like love should make you feel safe and like Mm. more yourself and I was like how far she's come that she's now the one giving that advice to someone else because she knows it and believes it so clearly in herself she really became the wise one. <clears throat> she did. At the end of the series, which I like. You made a good choice in picking her as your favorite. <sighs> Thank you so much. Yeah. Amy forever. Um, let's talk about my other favorite character, Eric. We love Eric. What a journey this season. A religious journey. Yes. I loved that. I, I think that I appreciate that he is exploring his religion and exploring how does he reconcile this part of himself that is important to him that so often doesn't really go hand in hand with being a member of the queer community. And I appreciated how that we saw him struggle with that and find a way forward. I just appreciated that storyline too being on a show. I think that that also was like kind of ballsy um, to do that storyline. I think it's like something that's pretty controversial. And I really appreciated that they went there and that, you know, we saw his journey first of, a, of of acceptance and then in teaching, you know, his community um, about the queer community, basically. I also just really loved that God was played by Joni Tur- Jody Turner Smith. I loved that so much. I was like, <laughs> she looks amazing. She's always brings it. And I 
saw like her name in the credits and I was like, who did she play? I guess I just like missed it. I didn't realize it was her. Yeah. And then I was like, oh shit, she's God. That's so perfect. I love that. Have her play God in everything. I mean, maybe she just is God in life. But like, (laughs) I'd I'd worship her. I mean, Pacey Witter decided to marry her so we can... We can talk well, about that another time. We love that connection. We do. Yeah, that was great. Um, no, I really, I really enjoyed all those scenes, and um, you know, wasn't expecting at the end for him to say that he wanted to be a pastor, but I liked it. I feel the same. I was not thinking that that's what they were building toward, but right. I was like, oh, like that is nice, like because he is someone that looks out for people and wants to help people, and I feel like he's like, I'm gonna blaze the trail. Yeah, and so for him to sort of confidently say like I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna find a way to make community for people like me um I thought was really sweet and special yeah I feel like at first I was like oh that's where that's where this is ending with his journey because I kind of thought it was gonna be you know him being like screw the church I'm done you don't you don't get me Mm -hmm. um and you're not accepting of me but I I appreciated the switch of you know, I'm going to take this experience and I'm going to educate others. And I do think it totally made sense, like for his personality and and what he's been through. And, you know, I would watch a show of him being a pastor. (laughs) Well, put that idea out into the universe. I know. We we need Pastor Eric. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that would get me to a church. (laughs) I would go at least once just to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, I think the music would be great. There'd be like engagement it would be a fun time oh yeah i'd put on my glittery eyeshadow and go to that church (laughs) so speaking of eric how did you feel about the way that adam ended up i mean adam love adam um i loved it it was it was exactly like i think his journey was kind of a little bit the most obvious a Mm -hmm. little bit like nothing like really like crazy happen like yeah we just saw him um thrive which yeah. i loved i think it was very clear where he sort of needed to end up yeah whereas everyone else it was like we don't know where they're gonna end up and his it was like no like these are the things that need to be resolved with him exactly so i was really happy to see those scenes with him and his dad when they shared that hug oh, oh my god i definitely cried during oh. that part um I loved him too. Just like seeing him be good at something. Mm-hmm. Um, again, cried during that. It just felt so like special of watching this guy who just went on such like self-discovery and to watch him too just feel like he's like not good at anything. To see him really thrive at this um, was just like really special and it is so heartwarming and like everything that like you love about this show. Um, and I like that it also ended with a little, you know, that he was going to go on a date with that girl. Yeah, I thought so too. I really appreciated when he just was like, I wasn't honest with you. I have to tell you my ex was Eric and like, I'm bisexual. And I'm like, yes, like he can say it now. And it it took him a while to get there and it, he didn't say it at first, but like he did finally, come around to being comfortable enough to being like, this is who I am. And he, he told his dad. Yeah. Um, so I'm just so thrilled for him. And I, you know, I just want him to, you know, 
teach kids to ride horses and raise yeah. cows or whatever. He's good at it. Yeah, he is. Maybe I should go hug a horse the next time I'm feeling sad. I mean, I'm not a horse girl, but I was like, should I be a horse girl? Like, I'm into this. If they didn't like smell so bad, I would I would consider it. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, we're doing horses this season. Um, but... Uh, I also love that, you know, in the end, we saw him with his parents um, watching TV. I thought yeah. that was very cute. And he's the one that told his dad to stay. Like, he was, yeah. you know, secure enough to, like, let his dad back in the door and let him know that, like, this is this is okay, which I loved. I think I just love somebody on a show, like, finding what their passion is. Um, I just think that that is, like... Just it's so like refreshing, like to watch of like, you know, seeing somebody like fail at a few things. But then when they find like something that they are good at and they like, like, especially when that person is Adam, it is just so sweet. (laughs) I like cannot get enough of him. I know. I'll stop eventually. Um, Should I cut you off? Do you want me to move on? Well, a side note of that is I really loved the underlying Third Wives of Miami throughout this season. That was brilliant. I thought that was so fun. I love that most of the characters were watching it and just that it was like a joke throughout the season. Yeah. Um, So when I think of Adam, I think of Third Wives of Miami. But that was fun. Agreed. Well, you know who else watches Third Wives of Miami is Ruby. My girl, Ruby. I know that she did not date Otis this season, Mm -hmm. but I think that she she showed a lot of maturity. She realizes that like it doesn't she doesn't have to be so mean all the time. She doesn't have to be so tough all the time. Yeah. And when Otis is like, I'm sorry, I hurt you. Can we be friends? And she's like, no, I'm good. I was like, yes, you do not need to be friends with this boy who's treated you badly twice. Oh, my God. He treated her so poorly. Yes. And didn't even, like, realize it seemingly. Like, no. he, he was so oblivious to her feelings for someone who was supposed to be a therapist. That made me so angry, like, how he treated her. They, I, I, I don't think that they really did the Ruby Otis thing, like, fully right this season. Because I think it's obvious that these two characters have chemistry together. Yeah. And a lot of it. And... I just, like, don't believe that Otis, like, was not into her at all. Like, it's and, and him just, like, you know, never, like, admitting anything like that and just being like, no, we're friends. We're only friends. Blah, we're, like, if I hear friends one more time, like, she is not your friend. Stop. Yeah, like, it is kind of weird that he was like, we were just casually hooking up and then we kind of dated, but, like, I never had any real like loving feelings toward you like it's just so you were just playing with her feelings then like the entire time like why did you um like stay and hang out with her and then fall asleep in her bed waking up holding her right the falling asleep is one thing like I'm like okay fine maybe but you wake up holding her with your hand across her body that like I feel like that just doesn't happen while you're sleeping and and you act like it was like nothing no big deal and you don't have feelings for her like as an audience watcher I'm like that just like doesn't make sense because normally that trope is used of when it's a couple that you know there's some lingering feelings something's going to happen and to use that trope for just like absolutely like no reason and to 
continuously say that he has no feelings. Just like that did not work for me. Yeah, I didn't care for that. But I did love, you know, her coming into her own and also loved her uh, campaign manager suit. That red suit she wore. Incredible. Ruby was bringing the fashion this season. I mean, every outfit she wore was flawless and amazing. She was she I thought was carrying a lot of the season on her back. She did. Um, I also loved with Ruby that we got some flashbacks and really did more understand like why she is the way she is. I felt like we needed that a little bit for the character. I love that everything is so intentional with this show. You know, Mm -hmm. she's not just like a bitchy mean girl. Like there's reasons why she is that way and layers there. So I appreciated that we saw a lot more of, you know, her backstory uh, this season. I think we needed that. I agree. Yeah. Let's move on to Cal. Cal. What a journey. Yeah, that was like tough to watch. It really was. um, Yeah. I just like felt for them so healthy and like, I don't know what that's like. And I just like and I also like their mom like trying to be there for them and kept saying like, do you want to talk about anything? But like not knowing how to show up for them and really like just trying their best to to be present to help them through this difficult time. And uh, yeah, I like that we did see the parent perspective um, in that storyline. And one thing that I do love about this show, too, is that everyone does have a parent. I think we've met everyone's parent, which I think is like super important in these teen shows. And a lot of times that does get ignored. Um, so I really appreciated that they took the time to write in like a parent role for all of these characters, whether we saw them in a bunch of episodes or just one episode. Um, you know, it just says so much about like the care that they have for these characters um, by doing that. But yeah, Cal's journey. I mean, I feel like have we seen that on TV before? I I don't think so. Not like at least like not done in this way. Like I thought it was beautifully done. Yeah, I don't think that we've I've seen um, a character sort of like pre-surgery. Yeah, like transitioning. Yeah, Um, but I, I was a little like worried for them and I I'm just like so happy that they're gonna get the top surgery like I, I was like thank god um because that was it was tough to watch them struggle yeah so much and and it just felt like every everything they tried like anytime they tried to like put themselves out there like it just would something would happen that would make it more difficult um and sort of knock them down a bit and it was really really upsetting. yeah and that brings me to Jackson fuck Jackson <laughs> yeah I that character didn't even need to be in this season for me. I'm sorry. But why did Jackson get like all these huge storylines like out of the show? I mean, come on. Like that guy experienced like way too much. Like it it was almost insane. We could have stuck with like one storyline or something. Like yeah. It, I just thought that like it was like too much. I agree I don't know why Jackson was so like weird with Cal like I get that yeah he felt rejected but also like it's not about you like get over it like if you you know how to be a friend to people you've proven that with Viv like why can't you do the same with Cal I that seems so bizarre to me how he was like so cold towards them yeah and then also like I agree like 
to have a potential like cancer scare storyline mm-hmm. and a finding out who your father is storyline and you're like trying to like keep Viv away from this abusive boyfriend like that's yeah. a fucking lot like pick a lane I, please yeah I was like why is he getting all these like heavy hitter storylines like but we're we're only like focusing on them like a little bit and kind of in the background like I would have enjoyed just like the father storyline yeah. um, which I thought was interesting or again, I really did not need him this season because it just felt like we didn't really go there fully with the character and all these storylines were just kind of dropped and it wasn't working for me. Yeah, I can see that. And I think if you you live, lift out Jackson, you maybe lift out Viv because they're like, to me, in my mind, they're such a pair. Well, I do love Viv. But so I, love I wanna, Viv, yeah. I'll keep Viv. <laughs> okay. I See, I don't mind Jackson. I just think that they gave him too much like you said like yeah and I he still I was rooting for him to get a love story because he hasn't really had one of those and I think that if they had done that with I don't know pick somebody anybody yeah I maybe I would have liked him a little bit more if that had been his final season storyline but alas maybe it could have been like he started talking to a girl and turns out it's his sister like why why didn't we get that? That would have been good stuff. We could have brought in that father storyline that way I'm, instead of bringing it up with the near cancer scare. I mean, we did get a, a little baby, you're the father swap with Jean and her sister, which I did not need. <laughs> you're right. That was that was a when good transition. She, thank you. When Jean's like, surprise, the man from the bank that you're dating is the baby daddy. I didn't need any of that. No, I didn't, need, I didn't need any of it. No. Not one bit of it. Not the aunt. No. Not the baby daddy. Nope. Nothing. Nope. And then it ends with with the baby daddy finding out it's his baby, which we don't even really see. Like, I just didn't really need any of that. And I kind of felt bad for the sister. She seemed to really like him, and they seemed to have a lot in common. And I was like, that kind of sucks. I know. Part of me, maybe this is controversial, but I would say, like, you know what? Like, he's just a one-night stand, clearly. Like, why can't you date him? Like, in some cultures, people do that on purpose. I thought, just be one big happy family. Why not? I guess it's more so when, like, the wife dies and sh- and then the widower marries the sister. Oh. And it's not just, like, a hookup. But you know what? It's modern. We can we can share. Again, one big happy family. Right? I would have liked that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will say the one character I did miss um, was Jakob. I, I wanted Jakob there. I thought he, you know, maybe just for some eye candy. He's hot, so. He was hot. I was bummed that they took the treehouse down when Jean was like, I hate this treehouse. And I was like, why? It was a nice gesture. Also, like, did you expect him to stay when it's not his baby? Like, you kind of put this man through a lot. Right. And he has the baggage of having been cheated on before. And te- she didn't technically cheat on him. But still, like, it's a lot to unpack. So. Jean has a lot of baggage. Oh, man. Would you go to her therapy <laughs> I mean knowing what you know about her knowing what I know about her uh, maybe it I would have to do some research and see who else was available because even <laughs> given she's gotta she's gotta open up that phone book and you make know, some calls but at the same time I think part of me is like well if she's been through this much maybe she's more sensitive to it and That's also true. um I don't know. I think we see her being a helpful therapist to these I kids. Agree. So like from what I know, like, yeah, she's a little personally fucked up, but like who among us? And also um, if she can help me, then why? What does it matter what her history is? I guess as long as she hasn't done anything bad. 
Yeah, I mean, we de- we we did, <laughs> we did see her help a lot of these characters in their journey, and I did like when she would like pop in with the kids and like kind of like save the day just by saying like one little thing, kind of like what she did with Maeve. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, we do love Jean, but whoa, she's got to work on herself maybe a little bit. <laughs> um, okay, well, I feel like we've you know dissected all these characters and where they've ended up um let's talk a little bit about what we would have done differently this season um i feel like we did talk about a lot about what they got right but what would you have switched up um i was not happy to see that otis was repeating this pattern of ditching eric for mave oh i know and i feel like I hate that. That got me like not wanting Maeve and Otis together, honestly, because I have not forgotten about Hedwig. I was just thinking that like of all the things like that was a big moment in season one when he ditches Eric on his birthday for something that's not that serious. Like no. Maeve could have done whatever that was that therapy thing on her own. Yeah. And like Eric gets like beaten up. He gets assaulted. And yeah. You'd think that that would, like, make Otis realize, like, I need to be here for him. Right. And we also see, like, that he's got this, like, jealousy of um, Eric hanging out with the coven. He's feeling left out. So, like, wouldn't you think that he would make a little more effort to spend time with Eric to prioritize that friendship because he's afraid of losing it? But instead, it's just, like, Maeve this, Maeve that. Like, you know, like, Eric showed up for him and missed school when his mom was in the hospital. Like, where are you? I know. I feel like Otis is really not that great of a friend. I do think he's trying. Like, I don't think it's, like, ill-intentioned. But I think that, you know, he falls short, like, quite a bit, especially when it comes to Eric. I think he's doing that maybe because they've been friends for for so long. So, you know, you're not really thinking too much about it. You're just kind of like, well, you know, Eric will always be there for me. Yeah, he's taking him for granted a little bit. Yeah, definitely, he is. Um, So, yeah, it's always tough to see them even fighting because I really do love the friendship between Eric and Otis. I think it's like one of the main parts of the show for me. I think it kind of is the love story of the show. Yeah. The friendship between the two of them. And I read something that um, the creators or the head writers or whatever of the show said that it's that um, Otis and Eric are the, the main relationship of the show. <laughs> Look at me go. <laughs> Just really reading between the lines there. Um, but no, that I feel like they <laughs> did make that like pretty obvious. Um, and I like that. I loved their friendship. And so it does suck to see when one of them falls short with each other. Yeah. What about you? What would you have changed? Um, so I've made it kind of clear that I did not love the ending with Maven Otis. And I think that I just maybe would have loved to see a little like flash forward. Like, let me, you know, let me see like Otis go visit her um, in America or something like that. Like, I just feel like I needed a little bit more of like a cleaner ending with them. Um, again, it's the romantic in me. Um, I mean, I, I love a flash forward ending. I, I cause I, right? I don't, I don't like those loose ends most of the time. I want to know like where these people end up and not just like today, but five years from now. So I do think that they, you know, made a good decision by not keeping the show going on and on and on and on for, you know, too many seasons as a lot of these shows do. But I do think 
on the flip side, it's kind of tough because, you know, you want to see these characters thriving in adulthood for a second or something. And I think a flash forward really does help that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm lying awake at night wondering what's Amy up to today? You know, what happened with that art show? Like, we don't even know. I wanted to see the art show. A flash forward really would have solved all that for me. You know, I just thought there were just too many new characters. I know that we were at a new school and we've talked about how that brought some positives. But like we have the new the Jean sister. That's one new character. Don't know that we needed that. Yeah. We didn't need the baby's father. Like that's a lot. Didn't need that. Yeah. We've got these three new characters, the coven, who like are all a lot. Yeah. Um, a lot. That was a lot. And I appreciated that they gave us more representation yeah. of trans characters and um, characters with, with disabilities. But at the same time, it was just like there's three of them and they're always doing shit. And it's just quite a lot. And then, yeah. um, you know, there's a, that new teacher that dates Adam's dad. I and did like, not need Christ. that. Christ. I'm like, there's so many of you. And Dan Levy is over there in America. I know. Like it's and all of Dave's new friends. friends. Yeah, I yeah. know. I'm like, I couldn't so... tell you any of these characters' names, by the way. There's the blonde girl and then there's the the gay guy that well, Maeve is friends with. I need their names, Claire. Ellen? <laughs> oh, I think you might be right. I don't <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Except for the fact that she took her, you know, paper out of the trash and sent it to the publisher, which was a very nice thing to do. Yeah. Good on you, Ellen. I, I love a plot device like that. I feel like these shows love to do that of like, I'm going to get this out of the trash and mail it in. Very One Tree Hill, Lucas and Peyton. I mean, honestly, I thought that the plot device was going to be Dan Levy stealing her story and to get his career oh. back. That was what I thought. That would, that, and I was like, maybe that's a little too soapy. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But. No, I, I would have loved that. And like, bring Dan Levy into it a little bit more. You have Dan Levy on this show. Like, why wasn't he used a little bit more? I know. Because there were too many characters. Yeah. That's why. But yeah, that was my overall feeling was that too many characters. And also, O, who I did kind of like O because yeah. I, I liked her as a foil for Otis. And I kind of am excited to see them like maybe team up in the future and yeah. offer differing perspectives at the clinic. But um, yeah, a lot of just too many people. I did like O in the sense that she had a connection also with Ruby. So it just felt like she was being more used more than just like a plot device for Otis. And I feel like that also was a lesson that like Otis needed to learn. Um, so I, I at least felt like O was bringing something to this season and to the storylines. Um, another thing I would have changed is I needed a bigger event at the end. Like I was at the last episode and I was like, oh, my God, like this is it. Like we're ending at this party fundraiser. Yeah. And I, I get it kind of goes into what I was saying before, but. I just needed more. Like, I know that there's not like a graduation type of thing, I feel like in the UK. But is there like, give me a ceremony or something of like an ending of this chapter. I feel like they probably have some type of graduation ceremonies. I like would think. something, right? Yeah, there, I'm sure there could have been there could have been something. There could have yeah. been some type larger event than just a, a random fundraiser. Thrown yeah. By the coven. Yeah. It just felt like it, you know, I needed an ending to like this chapter in their lives. And I felt like this fundraiser wasn't it for me. Yeah. It was just kind of like another night. Yeah. I and know. Then, and then 
the show just sort of ends the next morning with like Otis like finding this letter and it was just kind of like okay I know okay I did like the letter I would have kept that but yeah the, the letter made me cry but <laughs> the letter was great but but I agree with you that you know we like there to be like some sort of climactic moment and yeah it didn't really happen yeah, well, we're romantics. That's why yeah. we needed it. I know. I needed, I needed them throwing a cap in the air or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so overall, though, we've picked this season apart, but did you like it? Did you enjoy season four of Sex Education? Oh, that is so tough to answer because uh, I didn't love it. I don't think that it was one of the better seasons of the show, and that pains me to say that. Um, because I really did have high hopes for this season and I really do love this show and I think it is a you know higher tier teen show like for sure but I just think that this season fell a little short for me it had its great moments I mean the funeral app was a highlight I think in the entire series Um, so it had some really great moments Um, but overall I just think it was you know trying to do too much there were too many new characters I think it was kind of trying to like say too much it was just a little too much for me um so it's not one of my favorite seasons of the show um and it yeah I know it pains me to say that like I feel bad because it's still it's still a well done show but this season was lacking I feel like you just said everything that I'm going to say. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, for me, the weakest of the four seasons. Um, and I, it's a bummer because, like, you want, like, a show to end on a high note. You want them to land the plane. And they kind of, like, saved it at the end. But it wasn't, like, you know, yeah. quite as um, successful as I think I would have liked it to be. Um, I can't talk about the funeral episode. I mean, I sobbed through it. Yeah. I loved it. Um, and I think that was a really great great episode but overall yeah not my favorite I think another reason though of why that episode was good is it brought all those characters back together again and they were so separate all season which like I understand but maybe we needed more plot devices to like bring them together because they're so strong together and we needed more of that even though like they're not all like friends friends like when they showed up because Amy called them and was like, Maeve needs support. Yeah. Um, And also like when the teachers showed up, I got so happy and made me so, like I missed them. I was like, these are like fun teachers. They're nice teachers. And like, I was just like so happy to see them again. I know. Um, I would watch a spinoff of them teaching somewhere else. I know that's a little crazy, but I'm, yeah. So it was good. Well, there is talks that they might do some like spinoffs of the show. Like who would you want to watch? I mean, I think your suggestion about Eric becoming yeah. a pastor is fascinating. I would watch The Teachers. Um, I would maybe watch a show with Otis and O trying to start up a sex clinic and see how that goes for them. I don't know. Oh, that would be fun. I would like that. Yeah. I think another fun idea would be like watching Ruby like at another school where she's leading it again in like a Blair Waldorf type of style oh, yes. and kind of get a little gossip girl with it all. I'd watch that. Yeah. She definitely has that aesthetic yeah. down pat. So I think that would be fascinating. Yeah. That would be fun. Um, all right. Well, now that the show is over, mm-hmm. let's do a little wrap up of sex education. Um, you know, let's let's talk about some some burning questions here. Mm-hmm. Who do you think had the most sex in this show? 
I've thought about this because I knew that you would ask this question. Um, I don't know. Claire, hold the mic in front of your face. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. <laughs> it doesn't have to be right. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just trying to parse it out. I think maybe the answer might be Jackson. I was going to say the same okay. thing. I also think it's Jackson. Because yeah. we know that he's like dating Maeve in season one and that he's had relationships before her. And then we see him like dating around and just hooking up with random girls. So I think that like... I think it's Jackson for some reason. No, I agree. That was my thought, too. And we kept hearing he was so good at sex in season one. So maybe that's why they kept him around so long. <laughs> um, okay, next question. What was the wildest scene? I mean, for me, it was the scene in season four when Otis's nudes get popped up on the screen. Oh, baby. Yeah, I, that was... That was... There were a lot of things that I saw in season four that I did not need to see. And that was one of them. I was just like, this is quite a lot it's so large on the screen and like and it that scene went on for a while and I was like take it down like come on that was quite jarring I was floored by that I think I like covered my face for a second it was like too much it was right in your face (laughs) um for me I think the wildest scene in the series um was that poop scene in season three I did not like that that was gross to me um, which character changed the most? Um, I think that Adam probably changed the most. Definitely Adam. Yeah. No no question asked. Yeah. From where he started to where he ends is such a big leap, and I love that for him. And who had the most iconic lines? I've got to go with Amy. I mean, she yeah. just says what's on her mind at any given moment, and she's so funny, and I think that, um, yeah, I think about her brutal honesty often I'd go Amy second for me would be Eric or nice. Ruby had some good lines too yeah Ruby has some like witty like comebacks and yeah quips yeah we love that yeah. in a spicy female character yeah. we love a quippy teen yeah all right well I think we did it we've talked all about the final season of sex education it's sad that this show has come to an end I know I'm sort of sad to say goodbye to these characters but I I wish them well in their future endeavors I feel like this is a show that I could rewatch in the future I think so too I think four seasons eight episodes it's like the perfect length to do a rewatch every Mm -hmm. now and then and it's also it's kind of comforting in like a weird Agree. way. Yeah. Because it's so heartwarming. Yeah. I think too, I will definitely be listening to the soundtrack. I would highly recommend people um, look at, if you have Spotify, yes. download the Spotify playlist for sex education. It is very good music. All right. I so, will do that. And do that yes. after <laughs> you. So please definitely download. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> If you have Spotify, first, download this podcast. And second, download the playlist to Sex Education. The songs are all amazing. I would highly recommend that. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today to talk all about sex once again. I'm sure we will get back to sex education at some point. We'll be talking about it. Yeah, we'll find ways. Yeah. This isn't the end. As we go on. <laughs> yeah, we needed that. We remember <laughs> all the times we had together. <laughs> when a show when a show ends, that's gonna be our 
We'll have to sing that song oh, every time. Oh, I love time. that. I like yeah. that little tradition. That's yeah, fun. when a teen show is over, we'll be singing Graduation by Vitamin C. Parentheses, friends forever. Exactly. Follow this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Rate and review us. Um, and you can also follow us on social media at previously on underscore team TV on TikTok and Instagram. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>